So, um, episode 14 of the Fit and Fabulous podcast with your host Greg Fearon. And Gillian Davis, how is everyone doing? We are going live, live, like <laughs> on Facebook live to do this. So yeah, why not? Yeah. Trying so, it out this week, bit of technology. Pass out. So yeah, we, have a, we have an awesome guest on today. So we've got Shim Ravalia from the Gut Intuition who's going to just talk about all things gut health. And I think we had a few other things we're going to touch on. Um, as per usual, I'm sure you ladies will take it wherever you want to take it. And I'll just passively <laughs> sit here and relax. Actually, I'm joking. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be fun. Cool. So, Jim, do you want to kind of give us a little bit of background about how you yeah, end up sure. in gut health? Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, you're very, very welcome. Uh, podcast. It's a pleasure to be here and uh, help your crowd as much as I can with my experience, my knowledge on the gut intuition and everything else. So the gut intuition um, is basically all around three aspects of health. So you've got the physical, you've got the emotional, you've got the mental. And, you know, my background is sports therapy, so it was always all about physical health. And it was always all about if somebody's pain point is in that specific place, you just go and fix that. And as years went on, I'm like, well, hang on a minute. What about our emotional world, our, the mind-body connection? And I didn't know too much about it at the time, but I started to uh, read things with Louise Hay, which she talks about how to heal your body uh, through understanding your emotions. And kind of that's what kind of set it off sort of back in 2017, 2018. And, you know, fast forward to now, I let go of a business that I just wasn't very passionate about, which was sports therapy and I kind of entered the world or I should say gone down the rabbit hole <laughs> a lot deeper um, because of my own health issues at the time um, and it was so powerful for me uh, to understand my body and myself better and sort of going backwards to move forwards I was like well four years ago I had this infection that I didn't know I had this was this was what was going on in my body and it kind of changed how I was thinking how I was feeling kind of the sugary snacks that we often go for because we just want to or we're not having a great day and, um, and they just taste really nice <laughs> yeah, it just tastes really nice. So I was like oh, I haven't had chocolate for a week let me have one of our um, but this wasn't my usual behavior and I was like what is going on and I remember I remember reaching out to my mentor and I was like this burning sensation that's going on in my stomach right now I can't concentrate I can't focus. If I eat anything, something within the hour is causing this burning sensation. And I'm, I'm really not happy. Like when you don't have a happy tummy, like it's not nice guys, right? Like yeah. it's just horrendous. It just spoils your day. Yeah. And we got test. I got, I got tested and I had an infection. For, well, I would say a good few years, four years, something like that. But it was, it was so subtle. And this is where the gut intuition came in where I was like, I've caught it now. I, I nipped it in the bud there and then and worked on my health for three good three months of, you know, eating well, getting more green leafy vegetables, sorting out my sleep patterns. But this is because the symptoms were of foggy brain, lack of focus. Uh, it was burning sensations, like almost like acid reflux kind of. Oh, if I'd gone yeah. to the doctor, which I did <laughs> at the early start of 2017, um, you know, 
all they really did was give me Gavin scum. And I was like, this is frustrating as hell. And Greg's like quickly, like head in the palm kind of thing. And that's literally what it was for me. I was like, okay, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to try and find an answer for this. And then that's where everything started to sort of, the pieces started to come together. And I was like, this is super important. If I could teach and educate people on catching and understanding the signs and symptoms a lot earlier on because the symptoms in your body are really just messengers they're just giving you messages all the time don't yeah. be scared of symptoms i know they can be painful and you know but it's important to lean in tuning to what your body is telling you because it kind of gets you into you know the, the, the root of the problem a lot closer much yeah. much closer than just going i'm just going to take some painkillers for this or mm my next door neighbor had the same problem. I'm just going to take the same medications as they did. Like it's not a one size fits all, which is probably my most frustrating thing that I had. I think we often experience in the health and fitness industry anyway. It's like, try this and you'll be fine. It just doesn't work like that because your body is, is beautifully unique to, to your brother, your sister, your mum, your dad. Like it's, it's so different. And we need to have that kind of attitude towards our health is that, just because it works for someone, it doesn't mean it always works for you. Like, I always say, not all vegetables are healthy for everybody. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, like, that was to cut a long story short there. Like, that's how <laughs> the gut intuition came about. And, like, I've now just made it my mission to help as many people as I can, oh. whether it's through podcasts, whether it's through videos, whether it's just a one-to-one -one, uh, conversation or just connecting. And I, I, I used to do a lot of networking before, obviously, COVID-19 happened so a lot of it is on on online yeah. now and I was like great I'll do it more online that's fine as long as I'm I'm just sort of making sure that people are getting a balanced information not what's right or what's wrong or what's good or bad just balanced information that that they can use and apply it to themselves so yeah, yeah cool so can you let me know or tell us what what was your lifestyle like before that before the infection and everything like was it yeah. <laughs> would it be what you know maybe people would say a busy classic stressful life and yeah yeah so it was very much uh, work hard play hard right. kind of mentality it was the hustle yeah. because um you know being a business owner like I was telling Greg like for seven years like I've really done a 360 degree <laughs> with my own self-care and I've been in the health and fitness industry for 10 15 15 years i would say a little bit more than that and i used to work in gyms i used to teach classes uh personal training and it doesn't mean just because you're in the health and fitness industry you're going to be healthy you see yeah. what i mean like and i used to really feel quite shameful about that sometimes like why am i going through this why haven't i worked out like is it do am i in a conflict between running my business or looking after myself i couldn't I couldn't do two at the same time. And I just didn't know how to find this balance that everybody seems to be going crazy over, which doesn't exist, by the way. So if anyone <laughs> thought it did, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but it doesn't. Um, you, have to, you have to work out what's good for your body. That's where this balanced stuff comes from. This is what you're in harmony with. And um, it literally was a very fast-paced life, um, sort of for six years when I ran my sports injury clinic in, in Canary Wharf. So mm -hmm. it was very much early morning sessions, rehab sessions, have a workout if I could, and then get all my meals in or Tesco meal deals. I'm really, really busy. So you've got the sandwich, the crisp and 
chocolate or whatever it is. (laughs) I try and be healthy and get a bottle of water at least just to make myself feel better. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, uh, so yeah. And then before you know it, I couldn't keep up with it. I couldn't keep up with it. There was a point where I went on this three month detox as I was telling Greg before and I loved it because I lost all this weight. I was like 55, 54 kilos. I was fitter than ever running a business. I was literally switched on all the time. No rest. Um, and after three months, I couldn't keep, I couldn't, I basically couldn't carry on. And I kind of went back to my old habits and I slowed down, I slowed down and I slowed down. And then before you know it, workouts were getting a lot, lot less. I wasn't really paying attention to what I was eating. And then this started to affect how I ran my business. So I, you know, it hit my bottom line, like my finances, because I just wasn't able to focus. Systems weren't in place. Um, I couldn't really get a team together because I didn't know how to get myself together. Mm -hmm. Like, you can see the knock-on effect. I always, you know, I'm a big believer in that your business depends on your health. And I always, like, for the listeners that are listening live, I just repeat that sentence to yourself at least five, ten times. My business depends on my health or my family depends on my health because you cannot give from an empty tank you really yeah. can't and I'm a, I'm, I'm a massive believer in that and because how much of it I've, I've seen it in my in my business and I'm not trying to say that you've got to fail so many times to get the lesson you just need to fail once <laughs> and understand it and then make a different course of action or take a different different way in like I, I hear so many people, I hear a lot of business coaches out there that go, yeah, I had 10 failed businesses. And I'm like, bloody hell, it took you a while then to really get to grips with what, you know, whatever that may be. But that, all I'm trying to say is listen to your body, pay attention to your thoughts and really, really address your basics. And what I mean by basics is, you know, water. It's not sexy stuff at all. That's why we don't really go for it, do we? Yeah, but water we're talking about the amount of sugars that are in our food so from carbs and from refined sugars we're talking about um stress stress is a big topic it's actually one of my favorite topics to talk about and it is it, it, i think that's another podcast on its own but how we manage our stress and where it comes from so when i go and talk about the physical and emotional and mental world they all three types of stress play at all the time but one of them is always more dominant than the other Mm-hmm. Some people's stress might be coming from physical, so it could be inflammation, or in my case, it was an infection, or it could be a parasite. Or for some people, they could be going through some emotional stress at home, in the workplace, which is affecting the mental clarity, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're talking about um, your environment, of how it shapes you. So who we listen to, where we are, the quality of air that we breathe, the house that we live in you know, and the people that we engage, engage with, all these things we must address first before we even spend money or we, we, we spend time in going, I just need a PT and a nutritionist because that's exactly what I did. I spent a lot of money uh, back in 2016, 2017 thinking, right, I've got the money, I'm going to get myself a PT and a nutritionist because they're, they're going to teach me how to really sort myself out. Not me. They're going to show me how to do it. Just tell me how and I'll do it. And it was a disappointment. I'm not going to lie. I didn't lose any weight. I probably lost a bit of water, which was about two, three kilos. And that's it. But 
at the same time, it taught me a lot because at the time I didn't know I had the infection and I was training over it. So training can cause inflammation in the body, obviously, because of oxidative stress and everything that you're putting yourself through. But then you've got, if you've got added inflammation, chances are if you haven't addressed the basics or if you've not even gone down the testing route, you're going to struggle. It's going to be a challenging road for many people to get the energy, get the clarity, lose the weight, etc. So, yeah, super important, the basics. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think you touched on a really good point there that, we kind of hand over the money yeah. without taking the responsibility of actually fixing the problem, right? So it's like, right, I've given Greg my money. He's going to fix me. When it doesn't quite work like that, you have to take responsibility for yeah. doing the basics. Um, and I think, and, I mean, and I'm sure Gillian is pretty much the same, is we try and focus more on the head stuff because if you fix mm -hmm. a lot, if you help work on those, as you mentioned, you can fix a whole lot of other stuff. Mm -hmm. So I guess my question is, I'm going around the houses, do you see a lot of people come to you who have tried all these other things without addressing the head? Yeah, um, I think they just run hard with, I've done this, I've done that, I've, I've done the exercises, I'm drinking a lot of water, but their version of drinking a lot of water is different to what it actually could be or, or should be is that like the line is that like the line i eat healthy greg yeah <laughs> i eat healthy greg i, really I healthy. had some grapes with my meal deal today <laughs> 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 i'm not against anyone eating grapes or meal deals but um it's, it's the it's the amount that you eat i suppose but yes um i always have conversations with people when they ask me questions about oh I've tried this, I've tried that, but I haven't gotten anywhere. And a lot of it is, is, is the physical stuff that they've been doing. So they've made some changes to their diet. They've cut out, you know, chocolate's a big topic. I think like it's, it's quite a, a, a popular one where people go, yeah, I've cut, I've really cut down on chocolate. Okay, so how much were you eating a day? Excuse and me. bless you, Gillian. <laughs> <laughs> how much are you eating a day? Oh, I, I literally had a bar last week, but I need to cut it out. And I'm like, your is is a perception game, though, guys. Like, it's perception. It's perceiving a bar of chocolate as, oh crap, I'm gonna put on weight. To just going, I'm gonna cut it out completely, mm -hmm. and then not have to deal with what's what actually what's going up in here and in, in my heart about mm -hmm. what I feel I should be eating. So, I think people get very reactive in their strategy to be healthy. They don't know what they need, and this is where I talk about the very importance of basics first. It's like take one step at a time, whereas people just want to run so hard. Um, I want to run a marathon and get fit in the next six weeks. And I'm like, that takes almost 10 to 11 months to <laughs> yeah. really, really train your body. And it's like really managing people's expectations. And I'm like, look, if it's taken your body 10 years to be in this messed up state that it is, you cannot reverse this in like a month. You've really got to be, just like your body's been patient with you, with the lifestyle choices that you have made, you need yeah. to be patient with the body. You need to have, this is where the mindset of having that relationship with your body, with yourself, becomes super, super important. Mm -hmm. Because without it, you are forever guessing, you are forever chucking money here and there. And then we get into the whole spiral of, I don't have enough money now. And then you have money worries. 
which yeah. affects a lot of different areas of your body as well. So it becomes a vicious circle because if we don't, if we're not catching ourselves out and going, okay, why am I doing this? Why have I gone for this particular food right now? What is going on? And this is not an overnight thing, guys. This is emotional mastery. Like this is stuff that I've been relentless at for the past three years and I've continued to do so. Like I'm not perfect. I am still learning about myself. But what I can say is I have come out of the other end of it and have a better relationship with food. Like I'm questioning, I was like, okay, I fancy some chocolate. Why? Not that it's bad or good. Just why? Why why am I uh, why am I going for this? Why am I going for this bag of crisp right now? Who am I who am I or what am I trying to connect to? Because it does go a lot more beyond than yeah. just going, it's a bag of crisp or whatever it may be. And a lot of people it. don't want to go that deep. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. all I'm saying is it does take that kind of level of courage and bravery to really, really um, open up that box and go, okay, let's, let's have a look at what we're dealing with here. Mm-hmm. And that is a level of vulnerability. Yeah. That you need to have that level of vulnerability if you truly want to make a change. Yeah. Doesn't matter yeah. what's coming out the end, other end of it, the uncertainty. But you just know that I'm no longer going to be sick and tired of being sick and tired, and that's how I felt. I was sick and tired, but I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. Like <laughs> I just didn't want to feel like that anymore. Like no way. It's and so it's the same thing yeah. with COVID nineteen. Like I think most people have been in isolation for three weeks, and you know, as soon as it hit the fan, it was like I can either sit here and worry. Or I can look at who I know in my network that can help me of where I need help with my business, personal health, whatever. Yeah. That's what emotional mastery does for you is when you really understand those emotions, those feelings, you can have such a better relationship with yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And it is, it's having that honesty, isn't it? With yourself. And it's very hard. We're the worst at being honest with ourselves. We're the worst at telling ourselves the truth. Um, and we all want to help everybody else but yeah but doing it for yourself is but I think uh, no I, I really agree with what you're saying there Shim about the vulnerability as soon as you actually put your hand up and say something's not working here I need yeah. help then, then definitely that's the biggest that's the biggest step you can take to Literally. making some change making some change so like uh, give me an idea of you know the sorts of people or the sorts of issues that people come to you you know what's the what is the most common thing maybe that you would talk about and see? Okay, so most recently um, I've had, <laughs> I've had, had uh, someone text me while they were on the toilet <laughs> saying they've got the runs. You know, so people have diarrhea. Like, this Want is information. <laughs> I know, I know, but this is what happens. I, I will be open and transparent, but, you know, some people can't sleep. You know, some people get bloating, um, IBS type of symptoms. Yeah. Um, they're feeling tired all the time. So even though they felt that they've slept eight, nine hours, they're still waking up feeling absolutely exhausted. Um, if they've got low mood, like low energy, constipation, that kind of, all those signs and symptoms, like they're, they're, they're the clear sort of very common signs of when the digestive system's like out of balance, like literally out of balance. So that's, what, that's some of the things that I would address is going back to the basics and going, okay, well, how much water are you drinking? And this particular person was waking up every morning with stomach pain. And I said, okay, well, what have you been doing? Like, tell me, 
oh nothing like you know she, she's actually a key worker at the moment so she you know she's got quite a stressful time at the moment but no water just tea lots and lots of caffeine and um uh squash and some food and i said okay for the next 24 hours stick to single ingredient foods this is what i kind of the advice that i would give to most people when they're having some trouble with their digestive system is for the next 24 hours stick to single ingredient foods no coffee no alcohol no dairy anything that will cause your digestive system some stress mm -hmm. stick to water when you wake up in the morning glass of water for you because she said she was waking up at five and if you know anything about the meridian clock which is obviously the clocks of your organs five o'clock in the morning a lot to do with how your large intestine will recover and do, do its thing basically of uh, making sure that you are fully functioning and hey presto her large intestine was out of balance because of the lack of water and attention that she was giving it so you know stuff like that and um, i had someone just today say that guess what i had a flare-up on my face because of what's going on i'm really stressed about my kids i said okay she goes all the all the stuff that you've been talking about basics about water and food i just took it back and within five days it cleared out and i was right. like brilliant you listened yay <laughs> <laughs> and this is what i mean is like giving like these are the key skills that people i feel need to know more and learn more about this and how they can implement it in their lifestyle because this is not about going to the nhs or going to the doctor and going hey i've got this issue help me this is about going actually before i go even do that am i doing all of these things first for yeah. myself have I addressed my sleep? No, it's out of balance. Right, let's sort that out. Then have I addressed um, my water, my foods, like my blood sugar levels and all this sort of stuff? Have I even been moving? Movement is a key one, with, especially with our immune system, our lymphatic system. Movement, we need to move because the lymphatic system doesn't have its own pump. So we <laughs> need to be the movers, right? Our yeah. body needs to be the mover. We need to get it moving, whether it's a daily walk for half an hour to uh, some yoga or pilates to get the body moving um, all these things are super important and this is the type of stuff that i get but this is also the beautiful side of it is some do listen and then then just randomly call me up or leave me a message and go hey like i had this issue but you know i sorted it out i just wanted to thank you for for for, for teaching me that that was just in our free group you know so there's tons of value in that, like just, yeah. just from that. So. so do you find that people won't take it because it's not sexy enough, right? So I'm sure me and I'm sure Julian would have the same thing and you would have had it being a PT back in the day where it's like, okay, just have some protein and some vegetables, a bit more, a bit more water, start walking. And then they turn around and go for this complex stuff or some tablet. Do you, yeah. get that, do you get that a lot of people? I think from experience, yes, some people don't think it's sexy enough because of just, again, going back to mindset, is how it's important to know who they listen to and where they get the information most of the time. This is where I'm talking about your environment shapes you. So if they're in really into health and fitness, but they want quick fixes and quick answers, you've got to ask the question as to, okay, so what have you done in the past? or you know, what, ha what diets have you tried out? Why did you do that? What was the result? Who were you listening to? What do you read? Like, these are the key things that will give you the answer as to whether that person 
would be successful or not at this moment in time in their weight loss journey. Mm. And I, I think you've, you've actually kind of learned this as well when we first met, it's the different consciousness of different people. Like level one is, you know, people that are in pain, but it's part of their identity. They will connect with other people that are in pain. So if somebody was going through a cold and they were like, connect with someone else that had a cold, they're like, oh, you've got a cold and I've got a cold. Ah, oh, let's connect because it's a community, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're happy with that. There's level two where someone like myself was in pain and wanted to do something about it and did not stop until they found an answer that worked. That's level two. And then obviously level three is similar to level two, but they're the ones that are really, really like super motivated, but then giving you the money to do what you need to do. And they're like, okay, I've got a better things to do. Sorry. And they just disappear, even though they've paid you the money. So you've, you've probably experienced that, Greg, right? Oh, yes. So, oh, yeah. As I have. Um, so it just really depends on where people are. Yeah. People are at. And the best way as a health professional is really asking some important questions. This is what we do with a lot with our pre-work. It's like, okay, let's have a look at your history and see what's happened. And okay, so you had this issue here this year, 10 years ago, what happened? Why did you make those choices? Why did you go to your GP? Because, you know, we need to understand all of that to really, really understand how they're going to work or whether it's going to be the right fit. Do you see what I mean? Otherwise, mm -hmm. it's going to be a challenging for both parties. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's, it's funny, actually, because I've got my mum's got some some kind of issues at the minute of her gut. And I've, and I've just said to her, right, let's stop eating pasta every day. Let's just eat some vegetables, go for a daily walk. And she's yeah. like, oh, I'm starting to feel better now. Yeah. But obviously the first thing she would have done is ring up the doctor, need to go see a doctor because of... Yeah. That's the pre... My, um, my mum was our first of a client last year and um, for, for, for our testing programme. And um, she came to me and she said, look, um, I'm getting this itchiness in my chest now because it was on her legs. I was like, this is interesting. Like, you're coming to me for help? And I think it's a big deal when a parent or anyone, <laughs> like family or even a close friend goes, I need your help. Yeah. Like, I was like, wow, like, awesome. And then she, we got her tested and she had two parasites in her digestive system. Wow. Which, okay. caused some of the gut, which caused some of the gut bacteria to go become a bit two-faced. Because you got good and you got some neutral ones, but the neutral ones can turn their back on you. And this is where she was having an autoimmune reaction, meaning the body was kind of fighting itself right. inside out. And honestly, we started off with the basics. We would never put anybody on a specific protocol until they were, we, we felt that they were happy with doing the basics. Otherwise, it's just too much pressure um, for, and stress for the digestive system to cope. Mm -hmm. and so then, that, sorry, just to, just to jump in there. That's a, I guess that's a little bit like, us going right we're gonna show you how to do a bodyweight squat we're gonna show you how to lunge show you how to press up and maybe a row we're gonna just show you those basic exercises before we put a bar on your back yeah gotcha Make sure you yeah. got them yeah yeah exactly yeah. rather than going all right just just jump on yeah like it's it's, it's not right um start doing burpees. <laughs> yeah and then um we we basically got her on a protocol and she worked with our she worked with my health coach um for three months and she has never been the same in a positive way like she's 70 this year 
and she's got oodles amounts of energy like she understands her body so much better like she loves bread right and that's more of an emotional connection to bread like we all do with certain types of food and the moment she has it she's sneezing at night so when she sneezes at night she knows she's had bread a little <laughs> bit too much so this is what i mean like nobody's saying don't eat this and that but you understand that if you do your body might feel in this way or maybe have a little bit less with that and have more vegetables with it if that makes sense yeah like i think a lot of people um they set themselves up for failure way before they've even started hmm. because they're yeah. so headstrong and reactive about cutting things out let's just cut it out let's go absolutely sober teetotal and i'm like no <laughs> your your <laughs> mindset so. yeah it's just it's just not gonna it's just not gonna work you need to wean yourself off slowly yeah. and as you're weaning off slowly then you can actually feel better with it like rather than just cutting out completely because you don't know why but you know yeah. that it's putting you think you know that it's making you put on weight when it's not maybe it's not maybe it is yeah. Yeah, that makes sense like this is where it's it's really an important uh important part of the process is to really ask the key questions um to really understand where their mind is set because if you don't know where someone's mind is set it's going to be very yeah. difficult to really go okay well i told yeah. you to do that and you're not doing it why yeah. you know they're just going to become so overwhelmed so yeah absolutely yeah. and i think and i think that's one thing as well is about finding the level just because you have a reaction maybe to food and to certain foods yeah. doesn't mean that you can't eat it it's it's just maybe a it's a tolerance level isn't it so it's, it's just, just like, a tolerance level 100 yeah. percent. like um i think we suck the joy out of food <laughs> we really do i think we suck the joy out of life half the time and then no wonder people have a sweet tooth because we're trying to get it from <laughs> outside sources but like honestly like if you just understand what types of foods your body loves and doesn't love and why like you will have a better relationship with food and yeah. you will start to see uh, some positive results but you may not have seen them before because you've completely cut it out and then you're missing it all day long or even dreaming about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Telling yourself that you're weak-willed and yeah, whatever else. This you whole know. willpower thing. And it's like, no, like you just didn't need to have that attitude towards food at this yeah. moment in time. It's too reactive. It just doesn't work. So I think there's like this black and white thing though, isn't it? It's, um, it's really weird, right? We, we preach about, I'm an individual and I'm this woman, and I'm that man, whatever. And then we go and fully follow Shelley down the Rose Diet, which just doesn't make sense. Yeah. So <laughs> I think we've got this thing where we follow people who preach one way and we align ourselves with that way, that diet. Yeah. And it's, well, it's that way or the highway until it fails. And then you ring me and Gillian and we go, all right, let's sort you out. <laughs> Thank God they have everything you. out a little bit. <laughs> Okay. I, I think well it's that, it's like almost like that pendulum swing isn't it everyone just wants to go right i want to fix the problem and then they stop and then they yeah. go and then i'm like so I've, I've always had that analogy of like describing i goes i want to get people when they're at this point you know just yeah. near the middle that they're ready to just have that sort of balanced yeah okay i've done I, it all I, crazy ways before but now i'm ready just to 
kind of do it exactly I a think bit more flexible a bit more enjoyable exactly <laughs> like it's just harmony it's not even yeah. um oh i like that balance. harmony it's, it's just harmony with yeah. what works for you it's not yeah. even like i hope one once one day in the health and fitness industry amongst your clients and the community coffee groups that we have is rather than saying i'll try this it worked for me i was like oh i know what works for me this is what works for me just understand this for your body and then that we that that might work mm. or speak to greg and jillian <laughs> like, these are the types these are the or, types or of yourself <laughs> or myself yeah. yeah but like these are the types of conversations because again i'm talking about environment your environment shapes you yeah. Yeah. like your cells in your body are listening to everything that you're saying right <laughs> yeah. so this yeah. is yeah this is super super important but from what you guys are doing and the types of podcasts that you're doing, I'm pretty sure your ladies are fully supported and are, are getting more than PT, if that makes sense. It's not about the PT, it's about the support, it's about the accountability that you're getting as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a big part. Like, yeah, everyone's got the information, like, it's just being able to mould it and shape it into a way, I guess, to, to help the individual, isn't it? So... Yeah. But um, one thing, like we were talking about diets there, and one diet that kind of grinds my gears a lot at the minute is the keto diet. Okay. Uh, the ketogenic diet, I'm sure you're aware of it anyhow, Shim. Yeah. But yeah. one thing that I have had before, somebody has commented just, um, about, not obviously it's about having very low carb carbohydrates in the diet. Yeah. And I kind of made a comment and was like, well, what about fiber? Like, what, what do you do for fiber in the diet? And he made a comment and said, oh, I drink this like really salty solution and I basically, it just makes everything move for me. And I just thought, aren't, aren't we supposed to have like, you know, sort of that particular fiber in our diet just to help our gut and, and to feed the, the to keep our <laughs> healthy gut so i just want i don't know if you've heard of that before i suppose it's I like have. a milk of magnesium type thing so it's it like is. A... there's so many crazy diets i think a couple of weeks ago i googled like the latest diets just to have a bit of fun with it and there were some silly ones like there was like the grapefruit diet lemon juice diet and i'm like what is this about like are people just eating grapefruit and bananas all day for seven days or whatever it is like it's just it's really, really dangerous. And it's something that, it's no laughing matter actually in that aspect because you don't understand the amount of pressure you put on your body when you go through a keto diet and you're cutting out all carbs. Like that doesn't, that doesn't help. Well, if you need if going on something like Atkins, someone spoke to me about Atkins last week hmm. uh, where they lost a shitload of uh, weight. I was like, okay. And how long did you keep that up with? Because I don't see diet as, a short-term thing everybody has a diet you just adjust the one that you've got already mm-hmm. that you've had all these years because your body's changing you need to just make some changes as you go learn to adapt learn to adjust and adapt adjust and adapt yeah. and people don't do that they just want to run and just take it all in eat it all and then not literally but like just consume all the information about a particular diet that's going to give them the weight loss or the weight gain and it doesn't work like that it's not sexy at all what i'm saying is like it's it there is a process involved the process is not to just jump in on a diet and hope for the best and go for it and cut out things that are absolutely 
important for your body like these vitamins and fats and minerals like you know even the word fat these days we're in 2020 right now even the word fat people still think if i'm going to eat fat i'm going to be fat like it just doesn't work like that mm. and i was saying to greg earlier there is so much information but it's an information mess and the importance of podcasts like this and webinars and having awesome health professionals like yourself is giving that balanced information to people so that they can use it and implement it for themselves. It's giving that control back mm -hmm. to people when it comes to health, because we often just give it away all the time, especially with money at the back end of it. <laughs> like, yeah. Here's two grand, sort me out. Like, <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, cool. So I guess you just want to jump on to Julia's question a little bit though. So obviously we need fiber in some way, shape or form. I've got a motorbike outside. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, sorry. It's all gone now. Yeah. So fiber is important. And I think I know there are some people that react to fiber very well. Some people who don't react to high fiber diets. So I guess the question for, for, for me is what's the what's your general thoughts about fiber should we be consuming a certain amount i think you need a certain amount particularly with like um for energy for movement bowel movements etc but if somebody's reacting to it on a fiber diet or particular fiber this is where the power of testing comes in because you can forever guess and go on different types of diets all day long but to get to the root of the problem as to why fiber might be a problem this is where clever testing can come in. And what I mean by testing, we're talking about stool testing here, of where we'd actually get the actual, um, the, the, the fecal matter tested mm -hmm. and get an understanding of someone's bowel movements. Because it may not be fiber, that's the issue. Mm -hmm. It may not be the acidity in the stomach that can be the issue. It could be something coming from something else. Mm -hmm. So it's very important to, yes, we're addressing fibre, but we're also saying that it may not be fibre's fault. <laughs> it could be something else. Yeah. So fibre is important. So is, so is like different types of fats in our, in our diet is important. Like people don't eat butter. Oh, it's too much fat. Oh, avocado, too much fat. Like if you understand that there are a range of different types of fats, but you need a little bit of all of them and see how you feel with them. Like I, I really thrive on coconut oil, mm -hmm. right? And I will cook it on high heat, but then olive oil is more for marinades and dressings. Yeah. I don't necessarily cook that on high heat. Carbohydrates, not so much pasta, but I'll try and get that through my vegetables, like a roast or something or stir fries or whatever it may be, because that's what works for my body. Yeah. So I can get fibers in different, different ways, shapes or forms. So it's the same thing for, for you guys, like for, for your audience is really understanding that if I have had a reaction with certain types of food, maybe it's not the actual food. It could be something else that's not functioning as great. Okay. That's triggering something else. This is how I used to work with people's bodies and broken backs back in the sports therapy days. It's like your shoulder is fine, but your hips are not, but your shoulder's in pain. Let me have a look at the hips or down below like down to the knees the ankle then yeah. we were getting somewhere it's yeah. not always where the pain points are that where they, they may be explaining or experiencing pain that could be the issue it could be coming from elsewhere and this is the this is part of the puzzle it's a big mm -hmm. puzzle 
Oh yeah. <laughs> but um, I think it's it's a good one. I love the detective side to it. It's like, oh, maybe it's this. Oh, maybe it's that. So, and I think it's comforting to know that for for many people, it's like, actually, have you considered looking at this? Have you considered looking at just your sleep? Let's just have a look at what's going on there. Oh, let's start measuring your blood sugars for the next seven days. When I understood that about my body, I found it very comforting to know that actually it wasn't just in my head. Well, actually that I didn't realize that it could be coming from here or it could be coming from there. Because there's so many parts to our, there's so many systems from the human body alone. Mm. And like we need to just consider not all of them in one go, but one step at a time. It's a process of elimination, not eliminate everything. Just yeah. one thing at a time, one thing at a time. That's, 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 I would say that's the most successful attitude you can have when it comes to health. Yeah, because it can, it can be, you can put your body under more stress just by removing all this stuff as well, that's isn't it? it? So, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's not really about what's, what the actual pain point is. We, we need to consider that as a message, that's a symptom, yeah. but what else is going on? And this is where asking the right questions at the very beginning is super, super important. Yeah. And, and I guess with um, kind of the whole COVID issue at the minute, um, I imagine that immune system and especially gut function is pretty important for a lot of people. Yeah. So people, everyone's quaffing vitamin C like it's going out of fashion. But <laughs> for a lot of people, and this is going to be quite deep now. A lot of people don't go to the toilet that often. Like, I'm, I know people that like once a week, twice a week. I'm like, no, that's not good. That is not mm -hmm. a good sign. So should people be really looking at their gut health as a real source of fixing their immune system or improving yeah. it? Yeah, because 70 to 75% of your immune system is in and around your digestive system. Like... A lot of people think it's here, it's there, it's in the brain. Actually, it's in the digestive system because you have the mind, like your, your, your digestive system is the second brain. Like it doesn't need permission, guys, for the brain to do its work. It kind of acts on its own, right? And like I said, 70 to 75% of the, the immune system is in your digestive system. Now, the lymphatic system and the digestive system do kind of work closely together. So if we're not moving, like if we're not sort of going for our daily walks, for example, or we're doing some form of movement, especially at a time like this when we're indoors, like getting some yoga or maybe a quick 20, 15 minute workout. Nobody said it has to be an hour and a half or anything like that. We're not able to really help uh, the foods or sort of like allow the digestive system to do its job. Like the food's not allowed, uh, there's no movability, if that makes sense. Um, and therefore, if we're under a lot of stress, we're going to be holding on to a lot of stress, which means that if we're not, if we're not drinking enough water as well, body will draw from the body to, to get water. Therefore, you go to the, 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 the path of constipation or diarrhea or absolute bloatedness where you look pregnant. Um, and that, that, that has happened to many, many people that I know where like they're not pregnant but they're absolutely just massively bloated for some reason they've had a, a bad reaction um it's it's important it's important to have a, a varied type of diet and it's important to move and drink water mm -hmm. because this is going to take the pressure off your digestive system and allow for when the stomach has to do the job of breaking it down to when it calls through the small intestine to the large intestine and then obviously 
takes what it needs and then allows the waste matter to come out the other end rather than it staying in your large intestine for a long time. A week's a long time and that's a lot of toxins. That's a, that's a lot of um, bacteria having a party down there for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like seriously. And it must be very uncomfortable though. It must be. It, it's, it's got to be uncomfortable and I'm, I'm sure... <laughs> I'm sure the smells aren't great either. Like, <laughs> but this is what I mean. That's like, all, we, it's all a sign though, isn't it? It's all... It is a sign. Exactly right, Gillian. Like That's what I'm saying. It's like, I know we're talking about uh, stuff that people might go, oh, we're talking mm-hmm. about shit. <laughs> more like shit happens, get over it. And um, But what I'm saying is like, even like farts, like you've got to understand what kind of gases are going on inside our digestive system. Like, if you look at a car engine, you see how neatly, cleverly it's all packed, right? If you were to, it's the same thing. Like if you open up this section of, of the lower part of our body, it's, it's beautiful. Like you've got the large intestines, the small, the, the liver, the pancreas, gallbladder, everything, the stomach is all like tightly packed. But that's, it needs you as a human to move. It needs you to do the basics well for it to function well. Yeah. because who's to say that it's always mindset that's the issue could we also consider that certain gut bacteria can cause uh, us to behave in a certain way yeah there's yeah. also that question as well so this is what i'm talking about bringing them that the, the emotional mental and physical together because i think uh, once upon a time i was always like oh, it's got to be my mindset it's got to be my mindset like um I'll keep working on myself. I'll keep working on myself. But then again, I didn't know what was going on in my body. All I knew is I love sugar a little bit more than usual. <laughs> like, that's literally it. And I kept calling myself lazy, lazy. So this is where these are some of the signs where someone's really in a, in a not so great place with their weight. And they're like, okay, I've got, I'm, I must be so hard on myself. I'm lazy. I need to do more, I need to do more. Like these are some of the signs in terms of language that some people might be going, okay, there's something else that might be going wrong because you're doing everything that you're being told to do and you're doing it well, but you're still not getting the results. There's something else going on. And that's where we kind of look inside and talk about inflammation and obviously gut bacteria, what, what it's doing. Because mm-hmm. you've got the good, you've got the bad, and then you obviously got the ugly as well, so. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And it just all causes stress, as you said, but that's a whole <laughs> another big topic, isn't it? Well, Internal, uh, external stress. I, like, I could yeah. go into stress right now, but all I will say with stress is that it is a perception game. Like, there's no such thing as good or bad stress. Like, it is just what you see and hear through your own eyes. That's, yeah. that's what I'll say on it, because it is a big topic. And for today, I think I may have said a lot, and, you know... <laughs> blown some people's minds I don't know yeah. but <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yeah so Shim, if there's anyone listening to this then you know and they're kind of thinking oh, maybe that's that's me or oh, I'm not feeling too great or you know no, notice the kind of lethargy feelings of tiredness and fogginess where what would be kind of what would be the first things that they could maybe try just for themselves four things you want Greg yeah all four all four <laughs> You want four things? Yeah, four, okay. four, four, four tips. Okay. Yeah. Four kind four of takeaways that people could just try from. I think first and foremost, write the timings of these issues that come up. Because right. that's important. 
Yeah. Write these things down, it's important. Then let's see, uh, again, I, I've talked about basics a lot today, but it's addressing, uh, I would say sleep and food. Just those two things first, and water, mm -hmm. those three things. Look at where your sleep is, so what time you're waking up to, what time you are going to bed. This is a lot to do with digital devices as well. Um, and your food, like what, what timings is your breakfast, lunch and dinner? Um, and what you're eating and how much, okay? Mm -hmm. And then let's look at hydration. So how much water you're actually getting. Um, and then just be a little bit intuitive with this. So it's not about being hard on yourself and going, oh crap, I've not drunk enough water. It is what it is. And maybe, because if you had a liter today, maybe do it a liter and a half. And then tomorrow do two liters. Just slowly build it up. I would, I, all I would say is just be kind to yourself, especially when we're going through stress and you don't know what it is and you've got no one to turn to yet, like these are the, some of the key things that I would say, write it down first. Mm -hmm. Because if we're not, if we're, we're constantly just going over it in our head, mulling it over, that is causing more stress because you're not finding an answer. It's almost like you're trying to chase your own tail and you're not getting anywhere. Mm -hmm. If you dump, if you have a bit of a brain download on a piece of paper and going, I'm feeling these symptoms today, uh, eight o'clock this morning, uh, one o'clock today, when you do speak about your symptoms to the health professional that you work with, it's going to be a lot easier for you and for them. Okay. And then just address your sleep, address your food and just address water for now. There are many other things that I would yeah. say address, but we don't want to overwhelm. We don't want to overcomplicate this. Just address those three things that we do every day. Okay. Yeah. Cause without it, we'd die. But <laughs> <laughs> And, and just be intuitive with it all. Yeah. 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 Ooh, fantastic. Awesome. Easy enough, isn't it? It is easy <laughs> enough. Know. That's what I'm yeah. trying to say. I know. I know. I know. Absolutely. <laughs> not a, it's not a difficult and thing. It's just we make it difficult ourselves. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I, I think sometimes you just want it to be more complicated than it needs to be. Um, we have a habit of maybe <laughs> just trying to make things more complicated because it feels more important to us then. I don't know. But... I think yeah. it's just human. It's a natural uh, reaction, I think, to have as, as part of human behavior is when something seems so easy to, to get or achieve, we, we instantly, our ego just goes, no, it's got to be more difficult than that. I used to be like that. It's like, nah, it's got to be more harder. I've got to train seven days a week to get there. Like, nah. And then we just listen to that voice, that voice. We don't actually listen to our intuition. Mm -hmm. where our intuition's going that's fine one day at a time or so we, we, want like these, we want these seven days of training but actually we never get to actually do them because it's too complicated but yeah. we can't do the easy one so we've got to think about the complicated one and we don't do it anyway so it's just <laughs> no. it's a no win <laughs> yeah. exactly it's just, it's just a cycle and we've got to break that cycle and unfortunately that cycle is only ever broken when the pain is too much and what I'm trying to say is listen to your body now you don't need to go into that cycle for too long. You'll forever be dizzy. Amen. Love yeah. it. Love it. There you go. So, so Shim, where, where can we find out more? Where can, where can the listeners find more about what you do and how you do stuff? Yeah, sure. So um, you can find me on Facebook. Connect with me on there. I'm also on LinkedIn. Um, just connect. Say hello. And we'll just connect that way. That's where you can find me. And that's where my gut intuition group is as well. Uh, where a lot of our a lot of our uh, guys are in, and we just always post in there every day, 
about positivity. I've been going on there every day, uh, 10 a.m. live for two minutes, just sharing some one thing that's positive and uh, something that's grateful for me that's going on. And a few people share back. And I think it's important to be in that positive community group, as you guys would know, obviously, with your own. Um, and just sharing, I mean, I'm, I'm doing some videos this week all on sleep. Uh, about five to six videos of, of I'm just going to be recording some some content around um, sleep and, and, and the do's and don'ts with it really because sleep is is a is the master clock uh, to to your body <laughs> literally yeah. um, and I think we need to sort of consider sleep a lot more especially at a time at, at such a stressful time right now and that if we could just help ourselves a little bit more then I would say sleep. Super. Oh, got you back there? Yeah. Oh, um, you got one more question, haven't you, Gillian? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Greg also. <laughs> I'm not very good at remembering this. I'm a Greg. I always like to ask. I, we call this the Fit and Fabulous podcast because so, we like, well, I like lots of F words. <laughs> so <laughs> I have a favorite. I have lots of favorite F words. Not the obvious yeah. one, I have to say. Oh. I, I talk about <laughs> So. I always ask then of our guests, have you got an F word that you like? What's your favourite one? Word? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's so difficult. Um, F word that I like. Uh, you know, the first word that came out was fear, but not the negative side to fear. It's actually using fear as a driver rather than a... Mm, nice perspective. So fear is evidence uh, appearing real. False evidence appearing real, that's it. Nice. Yeah, nice. that's how I've used it anyway to, to get where I am today. So fear would be the one, um, which is quite an interesting one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Julian, for putting Love me on it. the spot. <laughs> no, that's perfect. That's, perfect. Yes. that's awesome. Thank you for joining. Well, you were told you'd get a grilling, so <laughs> lovely. I loved it. I've really enjoyed it, guys. Thank oh, you well, so much for having awesome. me. Absolute pleasure. Enjoyed it. Absolute pleasure, Sim. Right. So yeah, well, thanks everyone for watching and tuning in, and hey. Yeah, hit re hit hit re if you're watching this live on Facebook, um, hit hit re uh, hit live or just give us a comment, give us some thoughts about the content. If you watch on the replay, yeah, hit absolutely. replay and comment and share because I think this is some being some useful stuff for yeah. people, especially yeah. now. Super, um, and uh, we'll get the links posted out as well on our social media whenever we've got it published for anyone who wants to just download and listen to it on the podcast. Then we'll have it available then. So while you're moving, as Shim told you to. <laughs> While you're out walking, we all, you can listen to the podcast. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Move and learn. Move and learn. That's what I always do. There you so. go. All right, <laughs> Thank you. All right. See you see soon. You. There you Bye. Go. Bye.